At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's on air and at VSIN live as we get ready for week 13 in the NFL. And I talked about the similarities between Mac Jones and Tom Brady through their first 12 career starts. And let me re- reiterate those Mac Jones's record is 8 and 4, Brady's record was 9 and 3. Mac Jones has a 70% completion percentage. Brady, 65% completion percentage. Mac Jones, 16 touchdowns to 8 interceptions. Brady, 16 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. Jones, 7.5 yards per attempt. Brady, 7 yards per attempt. I'm not comparing Jones to Brady saying that Jones is going to become Tom Brady. But there has been a lot of comparison from this year's Patriots team to the 2001 Patriots team. And yes, a lot of it has to do with, and Brady wasn't a rookie, but he might as well have been a rookie. He was getting his first starts after Drew Bledsoe went down. Thank you again, Mo Lewis. Uh, And I gave you a couple of weeks ago the stats, how both teams started off poor and they both averaged the same yards against, the same rushing yards per game. But Jerry Thornton, Longtime Boston sports writer. Now he works at Barstool. He uh, wrote an article about the comparisons going even further with these two teams and how maybe everything is aligning for the Patriots to have another run like they had in 2001. 
they both both teams brought in journeyman linebackers who had success under under Belichick and then came back to play for Belichick again. 2001, it was Brian Cox. This year, Kyle Van Noy. They both signed an edge rusher from an AFC North rival who had a big impact. In 2001, it was Mike Vrabel. This year, it's Matthew Judon. Uh, they both had high draft picks on the defensive line. 2001, it was Richard Seymour. This year, it's Christian Barmore. They both had slot receivers that emerged to lead the team in every receiving categories. It was Troy Brown in 01. It's Jacoby Myers this year. They also both had fifth-year wideouts who became valuable deep threats after having just one season of 70-plus targets. David Patton in 2001, Kendrick Bourne this season. They both have clutch kickers, Vinatieri, Nick Folk. They both had bad starts to the season, 3-4 and four in 01, 2-4 and four this year. And they both had close losses that ignited a six-game winning streak. In 2001, the Patriots lost to the Rams 24-17. That ended on an eight-minute drive by St. Louis. They went on to win. Well, they didn't lose after that, right? This year's team lost to the Bucks 19-17, a game that ended on a 56-yard field goal try that clanked. And now... They have, uh, or they, you know, uh, that wasn't that loss. I'm sorry. The loss was the week six overtime loss to Dallas. And after that loss, they haven't lost since. Six straight wins. So, will the final result be the same as it was in that 01 season? And will the Patriots go on to win the Super Bowl this year? The Pats right now are at plus 1,000 to win the Super Bowl, to win the AFC. They are the third favorite behind the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. They currently sit at plus 450. I think the Pats could very easily win the AFC. And it would start by winning the AFC East and possibly securing home field advantage. Imagine that. This Patriots team, who a couple of weeks ago were plus 350, to win their division, now are plus 115. And it's the first of two marquee matchups with the Buffalo Bills starting on Monday Night Football. And I think that it is going to be the best game of the week. And these two games will determine the AFC East. And it's like we talked about with James, you know, the Patriots and Bill Belichick watching what Jonathan Taylor and the Colts were able to do up in Buffalo, thinking, hey, between Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, we're going to do the same thing. Earlier on Wednesday here on VEASAN, on My Guys in the Desert with Stormy, Brent Musburger joining the program, talking about this AFC East clash. The lowest scoring game of the week will be blank. Monday night, it's going to be a good game. New England in Buffalo to play the Bills and a couple of really good defense. We talk about Josh Allen, the Buffalo, sorry, the Buffalo attack. But honestly, the Bills' defense is, is outstanding, especially if the two safeties are healthy. They may have the best pair of safeties. I'm really excited about this game because it depends on which teams show up, right? Obviously, the Patriots, six straight wins, undefeated in November. Look out, AFC, they're doing great. But 
The Bills have been very inconsistent, but when they're on, they are on and really? they dominate. Absolutely. So this will be a fun one Absolutely. on they'll, they'll be going at it. Now, remember, historically, Belichick dominates the Bills. But last year, not so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Bills took care of him. All right? But Bill, I'm sure, has been looking at Bill's tape all season long. Okay, he's always, he won't tell anybody that. But we know in his spare time, the teams that he goes in and looks at, and it has to be Buffalo, Mm -hmm. okay? That's the team you've got to beat in the East if you're going to win that division and perhaps even get a bye. You know, perhaps they wind up with the best record. It's a huge game. I think ESPN will have its biggest audience of the year, especially if the weather is a little off in the Northeast or the Mm -hmm. Midwest and people are home on Monday night. I think it's going to be a terrific audience. I know that we should probably at this point never underestimate a Bill Belichick-led team ever, but the way that they started the season throughout the way that they have gone on this recent stretch, I certainly did not see this turnaround. Were you surprised by it at all? No, and I'll tell you why. Belichick historically uses September as just a continuation of the preseason. And remember, they went into free agency in a big way. They spent a lot of money. And they made the move to the rookie quarterback, okay? So he was taking a look at a lot of different things in those first few games of the year. That's just how he is, okay? But then if he gets things right, like he clearly did, and he's on this run, this is the Belichickian way, okay? And comes storming down through December, okay? He's bigger than Santa Claus in Boston. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Got to play the Bills twice, then they're at the Colts, Jags, and Dolphins remaining on the schedule. Yeah, two games so. now, remember that, against the Bills. Yep. Okay, and what's also important about the Monday night game is you look at that schedule, Stormy, they get the bye the next week. Right. Okay, so they put all the chips in the middle of the table on this game, and they go for it, and then they get off, they can get healthier, uh, they can get guys ready, uh, and, and we should say, I'm fascinated to see what Mac Jones does in Buffalo. In a December Monday night, okay, he has been perfect so far in terms of not making tremendous amount of mistakes, okay? If you show the short intermediate pass, move the sticks, get the first downs, take care of business, and the defense will do the rest mm-hmm. for you. It's a Belichickian way. And, and this team, this team has a real chance. But we'll see. The Bills are a good football team, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't count them out. That young man who played at Wyoming. <laughs> if you've ever been to Laramie, Wyoming, yes. he can handle the weather. Josh Allen, so we shall see. I worked uh, a Mountain West Championship game where Josh Allen was the quarterback. It was Wyoming, San Diego State. Negative seven degrees out there. My phone turned off. Oh, yeah. It was so cold. Oh, yeah. uh, probably a little wind, too. Yeah, it was not fun. It was not fun for this <laughs> desert girl whatsoever. <laughs> Brent Musburger with Stormy earlier on My Guys in the Desert. And, you know, you brought up a great point about uh, the bye week. And I think that that's something that we have to acknowledge when it comes to the Patriots' futures here. The Pats having this late bye is going to work out to their advantage. They've won six straight games, regardless of the outcome of this game against Buffalo. Like if it's seven straight wins or if they get a loss here. The late buy is going to help them because they get a break now before the most important games that they will play this season. It's not like they had a buy early on in the season, and at this point, you know, they're banged up, yet they got to play every single week. Now they're going to get a week to kind of get their bodies right and get that week of rest prior to playing 
against uh, you know the rest of the stretch of their schedule, including the Bills a second time. New England also on the road this season, 4-1 and one against the spread. I love them in this matchup. The fact that you're getting possibly three points I think is great because uh, I can see this one being decided by a field goal. It could be low scoring. The total is 43-and-a-half. And really, it's 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 great that it's on Monday night, but it's also a shame that it's on Monday night because we got to wait till Monday to watch this football game, and I want to see this game already. But it's great that it's a standalone game, and we don't have to worry about it being you know uh, at one o'clock or at four o'clock or whatever. This is a nationally televised standalone game on Monday Night Football, and so uh, the eyes of the football world will be watching on Monday night, as this could very well be an AFC championship game preview between these two AFC East teams. And I'm telling you, I think the Patriots have really great odds here at plus 1,000, and I wouldn't be deterred if they lose this game. If they lose this game, I might actually consider buying in on them because the price is actually going to increase. They might be plus 1,200 or plus 1,400 after if they lose this game. But yet they still have a great shot to win the division because they'll play Buffalo again, and that one will be in Foxborough. So I'm, I think I'm buying in on the Patriots right now. I've already bought it on them. Let's face it. I've been talking about them for a month now. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, Elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead on VEASAN, the sports betting network. You can always follow on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S. O-N-A-I-R. Conference championship games were kicked off on Friday in college football. Trips to the college football playoffs are on the line. And what can we take from the recent history in these conference championship games to determine which side we think is going to be the right side to bet on? Last season, the Sun Belt title game was canceled due to COVID. Seven of the nine conference championship games were won by underdogs against the spread, not straight up. So underdogs covered in seven of nine championship games last season. Seven of the nine also went under the posted total. Let's take a look at some recent history. On Friday, we have the Conference USA title game, Western Kentucky at uh, UTSA. Western Kentucky is a, a small favorite in this game with a very high total of 72 and a half Western Kentucky is laying a field goal. Last season it was an underdog winning. In fact, the last 4 seasons have split or have gone back and forth with favorites and underdogs. Last season the underdog covered. We're just just not talking straight up here. We're just going against the spread. Last season was an underdog. In 2019, the favorite covered. 2018, the underdog covered. 2017, the favorite covered. So back and forth, does that mean the favorite covers this year? Hey, if you believe in patterns, maybe that, maybe so. Also on Friday, the Pac-12 title game will feature Oregon and Utah. 57.5 is the total. The Utes currently laying two and a half points. The past two seasons, the underdog has not only uh, won, but they not only covered against the spread, but they have won the game outright as Oregon has beaten Utah in the last two Pac-12 title games. Uh, Oregon won 31-24, and then the season before that, 37-15, and uh, in both of those games, the U- uh, uh, last year it was USC, excuse me. The year before that, it was Utah. But in both of those games, Oregon was an underdog, a three-point dog last season and a six-and-a-half-point dog the season before that. And so the underdog both winning and covering outright. 
On Saturday, the Big 12 title game uh, will feature Baylor and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is a five and a half point favorite with a total of 46 and a half. And uh, the favorite has won straight up the last four seasons. The favorite has covered three of the last four games. It's been Oklahoma winning the last four Big 12 titles. Oklahoma covered in three of those four games. The only game that the underdog did, did the underdog covered was in 2019 when Baylor covered as an underdog against Oklahoma. In the MAC championship game, it'll be Kent State against Northern Illinois. Kent State is a three and a half point favorite, total of 74 and a half. The last three, actually, excuse me, the last five MAC championship games have all been underdogs against the spread. The underdog has actually won outright the last three MAC title games, but the last five MAC title games have all been underdogs winning against, excuse me, against the spread. In the Sun Belt title game, it'll be App State, Louisiana, Lafayette. Ironically, these are the two, the only two teams that have ever played in the Sun Belt championship game, uh, which is wild because. They were supposed to, uh, Louisiana and Coastal were supposed to play last year. That game was canceled. So the only history that we have here is App State against Louisiana in 2018. App State won as a favorite, but they did not cover. Louisiana did cover that line. And then App State in 2019 beat Louisiana, and they did cover as the favorite. So in both games, App State has been a favorite over Louisiana. App State has won both straight up but they have split as in terms of who has covered. In the American Championship game, Houston against Cincinnati, and Cincinnati a 10.5-point favorite, this one being played at their home stadium, Nippert Stadium. Total is 53 in this one. The favorite has won the American Championship game the last four seasons. However, the underdog has covered against the spread the last two seasons, including... Last season, when Tulsa covered against Cincinnati. So, Cincinnati won the game straight up, but Tulsa covered the number. And the year before that, it was Cincinnati covering as the underdog, losing to Memphis, who was the favorite. So, dogs have covered two straight seasons. The favorite has won, though, the last four straight seasons. In the ACC, it'll be Wake Forest and Pitt. Pitt is a three-point favorite, total of 71 and a half. In the last four ACC championship games, the favorite has both won and covered against the spread all four years. It was Clemson winning and covering against the spread. In fact, Clemson has won this game the last six seasons, so it'll be the first time since 2014 that a team other than Clemson will win the ACC championship game, but for the last four seasons, it has been Clemson as the favorite, winning and covering against the spread. In the SEC, Alabama and Georgia, Georgia six and a half point favorites, a total of 49 and a half over the past, let's count them now, Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, 
Seven. The last seven SEC championship games have all been won by the favorite. Straight up. The favorite has won this game the last seven seasons. The lumbers against the spread, though, in those last seven seasons, four wins for the favorites, three wins for the underdog, including the underdog in Florida, covering last season. And uh, so you have the favorites winning seven straight. That would bode well for Georgia. Favorites are four and three in the last seven games. In the Big Ten, Iowa against Michigan. Michigan, 10.5-point favorites. Total in this one, 43.5. In the last four Big Ten championship games, the favorite has won the game outright. The last two have actually covered by the underdog. In fact, since 2011... So, since 2011, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, the underdog is 8-2 and two against the spread since 2011. In the last, that's crazy. In the last 10 Big Ten championship games, the underdog has covered the spread 8 out of 10 times. Iowa plus 10.5. In the Mountain West title game, Utah State and San Diego State. San Diego State, a six-point favorite, total of 50. They've uh, split here. The last, um, since 2013, the uh, favorite has won the game six out of the last eight years. However, the underdog has covered in six out of the last eight years. So Mountain West title game history. Six out of the last eight years have been one straight up by the favorite, but six out of the eight last games have all been underdogs covering against the spread. Seven of the last Mountain seven of the last eight games. So seven out of eight Mountain West Championship games since 2013 till now. Seven of eight have gone under the posted total. Seven of eight have gone under. The posted total. Total in this one is 50. Something to keep an eye on. That's just a uh, refresher here of what has happened in recent history in conference championship games as we get ready for the best week of the college football season. Well, some would say that rivalry week is the best week, but this is the game. This is where it's all on the line, right? Championship week, trips to the college football playoffs are on the line. And there are a lot of intriguing point spreads here for this week's matchups. I'm Scott Sadenberg. You follow on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, I'll give you an official play for championship week. Because I've already decided on it. It's the look ahead here on BC. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. VSIN holiday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus 
$20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Sadenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. Uh, I have a bunch of picks for this uh, championship week in college football. I do like a bunch of underdogs. In fact, you know, I, I could see myself doing a fun little underdog money line parlay, something, you know, that could see some of these dogs winning outright. Um, But I have, against the spread, probably my favorite bet is going to be Iowa plus the 10.5 points against Michigan. I know how good Michigan is. They're very, very good. But there's something about the emotions coming into this game. It's only natural for these players who were celebrating all week their win over Ohio, over Ohio State to have some sort of complacency. Now, I understand that there's so much on the line here. There's a conference title on the line. There's a trip to the college football playoffs on the line. But This isn't the Ohio State game in your building. This is a neutral site game against Iowa. Iowa is a very physical football team. Iowa plays very good defense. I'm afraid that Iowa probably doesn't have the offense to score enough on this Michigan defense to win this game. Defensively, though, both of these teams only allow 17 points per game. This is going to be a battle. And when you're going up against a defense like Iowa, winning by double digits is very difficult. And yes, both of Iowa's losses were by double digits. They both were identical scores, 24 uh, 24 to 7, excuse me, and 27 to 7. They've won four straight games since those losses. At one point, they were considered the number two team in college football after beating Penn State, who was number four. I'm not calling for an Ohio win. Uh, excuse me, an Iowa win. I think they could. I think this game is going to be extremely competitive. I'm calling on, I'm just going to take the points here. We're just talking about the spread. This spread is too high. In a game that I expect to go under the posted total, the total in this game is 43 and a half. Both of these defenses allow 17 points per game. I think that 10 and a half is too high for a game that I expect to be low scoring. Iowa is at best when they're taking away the football. I don't know if Michigan's going to comply there and turn the football over. McNamara doesn't throw a bunch of interceptions. Plus, you look at the success that they had last week on the ground, and I would expect them to try and win this game on the ground as well. Iowa 
they can hold their own in this matchup. In their series history, I guess, with Michigan, Iowa is 15-8-1 as an underdog. They're 6-0 against the spread when Michigan comes into the game off multiple wins. Take that for what you will. But Kirk Ferentz, the Iowa coach, 5-0 against the spread as a dog of seven or more points or more than seven points. And I gave you the recent history of the Big Ten title game. Eight of the last ten have gone to the underdog. The underdog is eight and two against the spread. Last season, Ohio State was a 16 and a half point favorite. They beat Northwestern by 12. The year before that, they were a 16 and a half point favorite. They only beat Wisconsin by 13. They were a 16 and a half point favorite over Northwestern. They covered that game. Wisconsin was a uh, three, Ohio State, excuse me, was a three and a half point favorite against Wisconsin. They covered the year before that. But then it was the dogs. Wisconsin, a three point dog, three point uh, favorite over Penn State. They lose outright. Michigan, a three and a half point favorite. They don't cover against Iowa. So these two teams played each other, actually, in 2015. Michigan won 16-13. They won outright. They didn't cover. The underdog, Ohio State in 2014, absolutely obliterated Wisconsin. 59-0. You had the underdog, Michigan State, upsetting Ohio State in 2013. The underdog, Wisconsin, in 2012, blew out Nebraska, 70-31. to 31. And the underdog, Michigan State, fell to Wisconsin, but covered the line in 2011. 8-2 against the spread, the underdog. And I think the underdog is the play in this game once again, 10 and a half is just too many points with a posted total of 43 and a half. This game, in my opinion, will be played in the low 20s, the high teens, and Iowa's going to score a touchdown. And this game could be a 17-7 finish at worst. And that's how Michigan wins by 10 and Iowa covers by the hook. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's like a 21-14 game. 20-17 final. 20-14 final. 20-13 final. That's the way I see this game being played. I think Michigan comes out, I don't want to say sluggish, but not as sharp as they were against Ohio State. I think Iowa controls the football. I think both teams are going to try and run the ball. And I circled this one as soon as the line came out because everyone's going to say that Iowa backed into this game because of Wisconsin's loss, 
that Iowa didn't deserve to be in this game. This is still a team that went 10-2. and This is still a team that at one point this season was the number two team in the nation. Whether they really were the second best team in the country or not, at one point they were ranked there before losing back-to-back games to Purdue and Wisconsin. But they have won four straight games since. And as I mentioned, defensively only allowing 17 points per game. They're going to keep this one close. It's going to be a battle, a battle that I don't think Michigan is ready to play in. Michigan was ready to play last week, and that game really wasn't a battle. They dominated Ohio State. And they're still celebrating. (laughs) Why not? First time ever beating them for John Harbaugh, for Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, and, you know, losing eight straight to them, finally getting over the hump, and now you're in the Big Ten championship game. Iowa last claimed a share of the Big Ten title back in 2004, and before that, they won an outright title in 1985. So they do not have a lot of history winning this conference. But history is on their side. Teams coming into the conference championship game in the Big Ten off of a win of more than two touchdowns are just 19 and 29 against the spread all time. 19 and 29 against the spread. And the underdog, as I mentioned, is 8 and 2 in the last 10 games. Kirk Ferenz, 5 and 0 against the spread as a dog of more than seven. Iowa with a 15, 8 and 1 ATS mark. As an underdog against Michigan, all signs to me point to an Iowa cover. I'll take the Hawkeyes. I'll take the 10.5 points. I love having the cushion. Key numbers don't mean as much in college football as they do in the NFL, but I can see this being a 10-point game. I think it's more like a touchdown game, maybe even a 6-point game. But I got the Hawkeyes covering the 10.5. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Prop Tracker now available on vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get the current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the Prop Tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. Scott Seidenberg back here with you on The Look Ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Monday Night Football will kick off week 13 tonight. It'll be the Saints hosting the Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys four and a half point favorites. Taysom Hill gets the start at quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. And there's a prop bet on the board here that I think you have to hammer right now before it changes. And maybe I should whisper. But no, this this is worth screaming at the top of the hills, the top of the Taysom Hills. Taysom Hill rushing yards, 37 and a half. You have to take the over. Taysom Hill started four games at quarterback last season for the New Orleans Saints. In his first start against Atlanta, Hill car- he rushed 10 times for 49 yards and two touchdowns. In his second start, he rushed 10 times for 44 yards and two touchdowns. In his third start, he rushed 14 times for 83 yards. And in his fourth start, he uh, rushed five times for 33 yards. If you're counting at home, we're talking about him, him having 49, 44, 83, and 33 in four starts. He had 39 carries, 39 rushing attempts in four starts. That is an average of over nine a game, almost 10 carries per game, and averaging over 50 yards. You got to play Taysom Hill over 37 and a half rushing yards and Taysom Hill, anytime touchdown scorer, plus 160. And I would even take a flyer on Taysom Hill to score two or more touchdowns. He is at plus 1,000 to score two touchdowns. Now, it's not 
His passing touchdowns don't count. So this is only rushing, okay, or receiving. He can't, the, the passing touchdowns don't count here. But Taysom Hill to score two touchdowns. Again, in his first, in two of the four starts, he rushed for two touchdowns in both of those games, in two of four games. 10 carries, 49 yards, two touchdowns against Atlanta. 10 carries, 44 yards, two touchdowns against Denver. Then against Atlanta again, 14 carries, 83 yards. Against Philadelphia, five carries, only 33 yards. This is a desperate game for the Saints. They're at home against the Cowboys. Cowboys pass rush. Micah Parsons might get to him. He's going to have to elude the rush, and he's going to run. I think there'll be designed runs for him. And I absolutely love every Taysom Hill prop in this game. The passing yardage, too. Take a look at. In the first start he had against Atlanta last year, 233 passing yards. In his second start, not a great start. He had only 78 passing yards, but he did score two rushing touchdowns. And they won 31-3, to so they didn't really have to pass in that game. In his third start against Atlanta, he threw for 232 yards and two touchdowns. And in his fourth start against Philadelphia, he threw for 291 yards and two touchdowns. Taysom Hill's total is 210.5. Excuse me, now it's down to 207.5 on the screen there. But I'm looking at 210.5 right now up on DraftKings. But the rushing yards is what I'm interested in. 37.5 rushing yards for Taysom Hill. And anytime touchdown scorer, Taysom Hill at plus 160. For Taysom Hill to score the first touchdown of the game is plus 700. That is a fun prop. A very, very fun prop. I like the Saints plus the points as well. And I think they have a very good chance to win this game. And it's all about Taysom Hill. But I'll take the four and a half. So if you're in a jurisdiction where you can do a same game parlay, right? You're, you can do one of those things with, uh, with, 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 whether, with DraftKings. You got the Saints plus four and a half. You got Taysom Hill, anytime touchdown score. And let's see if they allow you to do, well, I only see Dak Prescott stuff on now. Taysom Hill over, let's say, 39 and a half rushing yards. That three-pick parlay right there, up on DraftKings. It's a three-pick same-game parlay. Saints plus four and a half, Taysom Hill to score a touchdown, Taysom Hill over 39 and a half rushing yards, plus 550. So, if you can play that, play it. Let's have some fun. I'm all about Taysom Hill in this game on Thursday night. We got five NBA games here on Thursday. The Bulls laying two points at the Knicks. The Bucks laying four points at the Raptors. The Grizzlies laying nine points at home against the Thunder. Suns are laying 13 at home against the Pistons and the Blazers, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Spurs. The Suns will be without Devin Booker, and it's the first of a back-to-back as they're playing the Warriors on Friday. The Blazers will be without Damian Lillard. Here are some trends. New York is 9-2 and against the spread in their last 11 games hosting Chicago. Detroit is 16-2 and against the spread 
in its last 18 versus Phoenix. The road team in Milwaukee, Toronto, is on a 4-0 against the spread streak. Oklahoma City at Memphis. Memphis 7-1 against the spread in their last eight versus the Thunder. And the favorite in San Antonio, Portland, is 8-3 against the spread in the last 11 matchups. So those are some trends for the NBA games on uh, Thursday. And I'm following all those trends. The five picks that I have for these five games, Knicks plus two, Bucks minus four, Grizzlies minus nine, Pistons plus 13, and Blazers minus three and a half. A five-team parlay on all of those pays out $23.83. A little bit of Starbucks money on that, huh? $23.83. If you're going to hit that five-teamer. Let's talk about the NHL games that are here on uh, Thursday. And we'll see if we have any uh, plays here on. uh, There are some high money lines here. The Hurricanes, minus 300 against the Senators. The Panthers, minus 300 against the Sabres. You have uh, Colorado, minus 165 at Montreal. The Capitals, minus 200 at home against the Blackhawks. Lightning, minus 150 at home against the Blues. The Islanders, minus 125 at home against the Sharks. Bruins, minus 120 at Nashville. Wild, minus 175 at home against the Devils. Let's see. Stars, minus 175 at home against the Blue Jackets. And the Flames, minus 150 on the road at the Kings. Uh, If you just look at those two heavy favorites in Carolina and Florida, taking both on a money line parlay, the two of them combined is minus 130. And if you like the puck lines in both of those, it's minus 120 for both of those puck lines. So Panthers, minus a goal and a half. Hurricanes, minus a goal and a half. If you want to take advantage of that, if you want to bet against the you know the higher, the, the, the expensive odds teams, good teams playing against not so good teams, uh, you know, in this matchup, you have the Panthers are one of the hottest teams in hockey, 15-4-3 in their record. And the Sabres, well, Not so much. They haven't looked great. They lost two straight and probably headed in a uh, downward trend. And then the Hurricanes, 15-5-1. Senators, 4-15-1. So Carolina, minus 300. And the Panthers, minus 300. Two of the heaviest favorites on the board for Thursday. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money, Nigel Seeley, soccer handicapper, will join the program at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Time. Paul Stone, college sports handicapper, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Mike Palm, our very own host here of Odds On with Amal Shaw here on VSIN, and he is also the Circa VP of Operations at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And then at 9.45, Paul Charchian from guillotineleagues.com. We'll talk a bunch of fantasy stuff. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Love me that, those NBA picks, and we are riding Taysom Hill here on a Thursday night against the Dallas Cowboys, playing those same-game parlays, if we will. This is The Look Ahead here on v the Sports Betting Network. This is v
the Sports Betting Network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sportsbook, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed, 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 you can make the most informed. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.